Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. It's when you keep your imagination, your thoughts, your meditating on the Lord day and night, that's when you have perfect peace. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Friday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today is the end of my very first week teaching on the power of imaginations. I have a brand new book on this. I tell you, this is powerful. This is the very first time we've offered it, brand new. And I also have CDs and DVDs on this. And I've spent all week long talking about our imagination. Again, imagination to most people is fantasy. That's not what I'm talking about. That is one use of your imagination is to fantasize, but a fantasy is a delusion. It's something that's not real, something that cannot be real. But your imagination is much more than fantasy. The dictionary defines it as just your ability to see something, picture something on the inside that isn't right in front of you. You aren't looking at it with your eyes. You're looking at it in your heart. Or something that has yet to come to pass, like a building, BUT YOU CAN PICTURE IT. YOU CAN SEE IT BEFORE YOU CAN SEE IT. THAT'S ALL THAT YOUR IMAGINATION IS. YOU USE IT FOR MEMORY. I'VE USED SCRIPTURES ON EVERY ONE OF THESE. FIRST CHRONICLES CHAPTER 29, VERSE 18, uh, SAYS THAT, YOU KNOW, KEEP FOREVER IN THE IMAGINATION OF THE THOUGHTS OF THEIR HEART. AND THAT WAS DAVID PRAYING THAT PEOPLE WOULD REMEMBER. YOU CAN'T REMEMBER WITHOUT AN IMAGINATION. YOU CAN'T BUILD ANYTHING WITHOUT AN IMAGINATION. A PICTURE IS WORTH A THOUSAND WORDS BECAUSE YOU THINK IN PICTURES. AND WE'VE BEEN TALKING ABOUT ALL OF THESE THINGS. IF YOU'VE MISSED ANY OF THIS, PLEASE GET THE MATERIALS. YOU CAN GO TO OUR WEBSITE. BUT I PROMISE YOU, THIS IS SOMETHING THAT AFFECTS EVERY ONE OF US. THIS ISN'T JUST FOR CHILDREN. THIS ISN'T FANTASY. THIS IS TALKING ABOUT HOW YOU FUNCTION. IT'S YOUR FRAME. PSALMS 103, VERSE 14 SAYS, GOD KNOWS OUR FRAME. HE REMEMBERS THAT WE ARE BUT DUST. AND THAT WORD FRAME IS THE HEBREW WORD, Y-E-T-S-E-R, AND THAT'S THE EXACT SAME WORD THAT WAS TRANSLATED IMAGINATIONS, GENESIS 6, 5, uh, 1 CHRONICLES 29, VERSE 18, 1 CHRONICLES 28, VERSE 9, AND OTHER PLACES. AND IT LITERALLY MEANS, THAT WORD, Y-E-T-S-E-R, IT LITERALLY MEANS CONCEPTION. IT IS YOUR SPIRITUAL WOMB. YOUR IMAGINATION IS HOW YOU CONCEIVE THINGS. AND PEOPLE ARE PRAYING TO HAVE A BIRTH WITHOUT A CONCEPTION. THEY AREN'T SEEING THEMSELVES PROSPEROUS. THEY AREN'T SEEING THEMSELVES ALL OF THESE WAYS. LET ME GIVE YOU SOME NEW TESTAMENT SCRIPTURES ON THIS. OVER IN LUKE CHAPTER 1, IN VERSE 51, IT SAYS, HE HATH SHOWED STRENGTH WITH HIS ARM. HE HAS SCATTERED THE PROUD IN THE IMAGINATION OF THEIR HEARTS. DID YOU KNOW IMAGINATION CAN WORK FOR YOU OR AGAINST YOU? I'VE BEEN TALKING ALL OF THIS WEEK ABOUT THE POSITIVE USE OF IMAGINATION, HOW POWERFUL IT IS IN A POSITIVE WAY, BUT YOUR IMAGINATION CAN WORK AGAINST YOU. IT SAYS OVER THERE IN GENESIS CHAPTER 6, VERSE 5, THAT THE IMAGINATIONS OF THE THOUGHTS OF THEIR HEART WERE ONLY EVIL CONTINUALLY. IF YOUR IMAGINATION IS EVIL, OR AS ROMANS CHAPTER 1, VERSE 21 SAYS, IT IS VAIN. THAT MEANS IT'S STILL WORKING, BUT IT'S WORKING AGAINST YOU INSTEAD OF FOR YOU. THIS RIGHT HERE SAYS THAT GOD SCATTERS THE PROUD IN THE IMAGINATION OF THEIR OWN HEARTS. HE USES THIS ABILITY TO SEE OR TO PICTURE SOMETHING, TO CONCEIVE THINGS AGAINST HIS ENEMIES. 
AND THEY WILL LITERALLY THROUGH FEAR CONCEIVE FAILURE AND IT BECOMES A SELF-FULFILLING PROPHECY. HE DIVIDES THEIR TONGUES. HE TAKES THEM IN THE VERY TRAPS THAT THEY PUT DOWN. BUT THE POINT I'M USING RIGHT HERE AGAIN IS TALKING ABOUT THE WORD IMAGINATION. AND OVER IN EPHESIANS CHAPTER 4 AND IN VERSE 17, THIS EXACT SAME GREEK WORD IS TRANSLATED UNDERSTANDING. LET ME READ THAT TO YOU IN EPHESIANS CHAPTER 4 AND IN VERSE 17, IT SAYS, THIS I SAY THEREFORE AND TESTIFY IN THE LORD THAT YE HENCEFORTH WALK NOT AS OTHER GENTILES WALK IN THE VANITY OF THEIR MIND, HAVING THE UNDERSTANDING DARKENED. THAT VERSE 18 WHERE IT SAYS UNDERSTANDING DARKENED, THAT'S THAT SAME GREEK WORD THAT WAS TRANSLATED IMAGINATION IN LUKE CHAPTER 1, VERSE 51. THAT GREEK WORD IS THE GREEK WORD DIANOIA, AND THE DEFINITION OF IT IS DEEP THOUGHT. NOT JUST THOUGHTS, BUT YOUR DEEP THOUGHTS. IN OTHER WORDS, YOU CAN THINK SUPERFICIALLY. YOU CAN HAVE THOUGHTS, BUT THEY AREN'T PART OF YOU. IT'S JUST INFORMATION, THOUGHTS THAT PASS THROUGH YOUR MIND. BUT A DEEP THOUGHT IS WHEN IT BECOMES IN YOUR HEART. IT BECOMES A PART OF YOU. AND NOTICE THIS. IT SAYS, uh, LET ME GO BACK TO VERSE 17. HE SAYS, DON'T WALK AS THE GENTILES WALK. THIS IS TALKING ABOUT PEOPLE THAT DON'T KNOW THE LORD IN THE VANITY OF THEIR MIND. BOY, THIS IS IMPORTANT. YOU KNOW, I ACTUALLY SPENT ONE ENTIRE YEAR STUDYING EPHESIANS CHAPTER 4, VERSES 17 THROUGH 24. AND I STUDIED OTHER SCRIPTURES, BUT ONLY AS IT RELATED TO THIS. I WAS, I was GETTING SO MUCH REVELATION FROM THESE VERSES THAT FOR ONE YEAR I STAYED IN JUST A PORTION OF THIS ONE CHAPTER, AND THE ONLY OTHER SCRIPTURES I WENT TO WAS IN RELATION. WHEN I SAW SOMETHING, I'D GO VERIFY IT AND LOOK AT OTHER SCRIPTURES. AND IT WAS ONE OF THE MOST PRODUCTIVE YEAR OF STUDY IN THE WORD THAT I EVER HAD. I PROBABLY HAVE A DOZEN OF MY TEACHINGS THAT CAME OUT OF WHAT GOD SHOWED ME RIGHT HERE. SO I SAY ALL OF THAT TO SAY THAT THERE'S A LOT MORE TO THIS THAN WHAT I'VE GOT TIME TO EXPLAIN ON TODAY'S PROGRAM. BUT WHEN HE SAYS, DON'T WALK LIKE THE PEOPLE THAT DON'T KNOW GOD IN THE VANITY OF THEIR MIND. WE ALL HAVE TO USE OUR MIND, BUT THERE IS A PROPER USE OF IT, AND THEN THERE IS A VAIN USE OF IT. AND AGAIN, THIS IS WHAT IT SAYS OVER IN ROMANS CHAPTER 1, VERSE 21, WHERE IT SAYS THAT THEY DIDN'T GLORIFY GOD, THEY WEREN'T THANKFUL, AND THEY BECAME VAIN IN THEIR IMAGINATIONS. YOUR IMAGINATION IS A POWERFUL FORCE, AND I'M TALKING ABOUT THE PROPER USE OF IT, how, HOW IT'S A POWERFUL FORCE WHEN YOU USE IT FOR GOOD, BUT ALSO IF IT IS VAIN, IF IT IS EVIL IMAGINATIONS, THEN IT CAN WORK AGAINST YOU. YOU CAN CONCEIVE NOT ONLY GOOD THINGS, YOU CAN CONCEIVE BAD THINGS IN YOUR IMAGINATION. DID YOU KNOW FEAR, DEPRESSION, uh, HATRED, UNFORGIVENESS, ALL OF THIS STUFF, IT AFFECTS YOUR IMAGINATION IN A NEGATIVE WAY, AND IT WILL LITERALLY DESTROY YOU IF YOU DON'T USE YOUR IMAGINATION IN A POSITIVE WAY. THERE'S PROBABLY SOME PEOPLE THAT ARE WATCHING MY PROGRAMS, THAT HAVE WATCHED MY PROGRAMS THIS WEEK, AND YOU SAY, WELL, I'M NOT SURE I AGREE WITH THAT. I'M JUST NOT GOING TO DO THAT. AND SO YOU THINK THAT SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER YOU JUST DIDN'T ACCEPT THIS. IF YOU DON'T ACCEPT THE PROPER USE OF YOUR IMAGINATION, IT'S NOT LIKE YOU CAN JUST CUT IT OFF. IT IS FUNCTIONING CONSTANTLY. YOU CAN'T FUNCTION WITHOUT AN IMAGINATION. AND IF YOU CHOOSE NOT TO USE IT IN A POSITIVE WAY, IF YOU DON'T DELIBERATELY, ON PURPOSE, 
pursue using your imagination to see positive things, then I can guarantee you it will just gravitate towards the negative and it will be used against you. Somebody might say, well, I'm not going to sit down and see myself well and imagine myself well. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to continue to pray for it, but I'm not going to do it. Well, if you don't do it, I guarantee you it's going to limit you. You know, let me give you this example that I was studying the Word in John chapter 14, verse 12. And that verse said, Jesus was speaking, and He said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on Me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to My Father. And I was reading that, and I just realized that I've got the command, the, the right, based on John 14, 12, to see the same miracles in my life that Jesus saw in His life. Now, there's some people that don't believe that, but I believed it, but I hadn't ever imagined it coming to pass. And so, you know what? I just decided that I am going to see this. What I did, I went and took every instance in the Bible where a person was raised from the dead, and I think that there's only eight individual people that were raised from the dead outside of Jesus. And there's an instance when He rose from the dead, it says many came out of the graves and walked in Jerusalem after His resurrection. And it doesn't give a specific number or any details. It's just one verse about that. So anyway, outside of that and outside of Jesus being raised from the dead, there's only eight people in the Bible raised from the dead. And I took those verses, I put them on a computer, and I began to just start studying those things. And I studied and learned things about how it happened, but also I began to see not only Elijah and Elisha and Jesus and Paul and Peter raising people from the dead, but I began to see myself raising people from the dead. You know, in the Old Testament, Elisha raised a boy from the dead and he laid on top of him and put his hands upon his hands and his feet upon his feet and his mouth upon his mouth. And the boy waxed warm and then he walked and he came back and did it again. Did you know what? I read about all of that, but then I saw myself doing it. I actually, I know some of you are going to think I'm weird, but I think you're weird. Amen. I'm just telling you what happened. I, I actually laid on a bed and imagined what it would be like for Elisha to do that. And I pictured myself doing it. And then I got up and walked around and then I came back and did it. I started seeing it. When Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, I meditated on it until I got so familiar with the details that I could picture it. I could see it happening. But then I went beyond just seeing Jesus raise people from the dead. He said the works that He did, I would do also. And I saw myself, I would picture myself standing in front of a tomb and saying, Lazarus, come forth, and doing it with a loud voice, not apologetically, not embarrassed, but bold. I saw these things. I used my imagination. And I meditated on this so much that I actually got to where I was dreaming about raising people from the dead. I'm what they call a lucid dreamer. I dream constantly. Sometimes it's hard for me to tell if I'm awake or asleep because my mind is just going. I'm thinking the whole time I'm asleep. And I dream all night long. And during... You know, I got to meditating on this, and this was my focus, and as a result, I was raising 20, 30 people a night from the dead. I just saw myself raising people from the dead. 
IT GOT INTO MY DREAMS. AND THEN GUESS WHAT HAPPENED? A PERSON DIED. AND BECAUSE I HAD BEEN MEDITATING ON THIS AND I HAD CONCEIVED IT IN MY HEART, I SAW THAT PERSON RAISED FROM THE DEAD. I ACTUALLY SAW TWO PEOPLE RAISED FROM THE DEAD, ONE IN PRITCHIE, COLORADO, ONE IN KANSAS CITY. AND IT WAS POWERFUL. AND IT DIDN'T JUST HAPPEN ACCIDENTALLY. IT DIDN'T JUST HAPPEN BECAUSE I KNEW THAT THE SCRIPTURE SAYS THESE SIGNS WILL FOLLOW THEM THAT BELIEVE AND STUFF. I DIDN'T JUST... IT JUST WASN'T THE INTELLECTUAL. I HAD MEDITATED ON IT UNTIL I HAD CONCEIVED THIS AND I SAW TWO PEOPLE RAISED FROM THE DEAD. AND THEN I WENT FOR A NUMBER OF YEARS. I THINK IT WAS OVER A DECADE, 12, 13 YEARS, AND I HADN'T SEEN ANYBODY RAISED FROM THE DEAD. AND I GOT TO THINKING ABOUT IT. AND I THOUGHT, YOU KNOW WHAT? I DID THIS ONCE. I'M GOING TO DO IT AGAIN. AND I WENT OVER THOSE SCRIPTURES AGAIN, AND I GOT TO MEDITATING ON IT. AND THEN I GOT TO ACTING IT OUT AND SEEING MYSELF RAISE PEOPLE FROM THE DEAD. AND THEN I GOT TO WHERE I WAS DREAMING ABOUT IT AGAIN. AND EVERY NIGHT I WOULD SEE PEOPLE RAISED FROM THE DEAD. AND GUESS WHAT HAPPENED? MY SON DIED. AND HE HAD BEEN DEAD BETWEEN FOUR AND FIVE HOURS WHEN THEY CALLED ME. AND JAMIE AND I IMMEDIATELY PRAYED AND AGREED. AND A LOT OF THINGS HAPPENED, BUT THE LONG AND THE SHORT OF IT IS, AFTER MY SON BEING DEAD FOR NEARLY FIVE HOURS, HE WAS RAISED FROM THE DEAD WITH NO BRAIN DAMAGE, NO MORE THAN HE HAD BEFORE. AND IT WAS A MIRACLE. AND SOME PEOPLE SAY, WELL, MAN, THAT WAS AWESOME THAT YOU BELIEVE THAT. WELL, YES, FAITH WAS DEFINITELY INVOLVED, BUT MY IMAGINATION WAS INVOLVED. IT'S it's NOT A COINCIDENCE THAT I START FOCUSING ON THIS AND JUST GET ALL OF THE INFORMATION AND FOCUS ON IT AND THINK ABOUT IT, AND THEN I START SEEING MYSELF DOING IT TO THE POINT THAT I START DREAMING ABOUT IT, AND THEN, BOOM, ALL OF A SUDDEN, I SEE SOMEBODY RAISED FROM THE DEAD. They, THEY AREN'T DISCONNECTED. THERE ARE MANY PEOPLE THAT WOULD LOVE TO SEE SOMEBODY RAISED FROM THE DEAD, BUT HAVE YOU EVER TAKEN THE SCRIPTURES AND MEDITATED ON THEM AND SEEN YOURSELF DOING IT TO THE POINT THAT YOU DREAM ABOUT IT, THAT I MEAN IT IS JUST DOMINATING YOU? MOST PEOPLE HAVEN'T DONE THAT, AND MOST PEOPLE HAVEN'T SEEN PEOPLE RAISED FROM THE DEAD. AND YET JESUS SAID, THE WORKS THAT I DO SHALL YOU DO ALSO, AND EVEN GREATER WORKS, BECAUSE I GO UNTO MY FATHER. THIS ISN'T JUST FOR ME OR FOR A VERY FEW PEOPLE. THIS IS FOR ANYBODY WHO WILL TAKE THE WORD AND MEDITATE ON IT AND LET IT CONCEIVE ON THE INSIDE OF THEM AND BRING FORTH MIRACLES. DID YOU KNOW WE HAVE, I FORGET, I HAVEN'T JUST SAT DOWN AND COUNTED, BUT WE HAVE FOUR OR FIVE OF OUR PEOPLE THAT HAVE GRADUATED FROM OUR SCHOOL THAT ARE RUNNING SCHOOLS THAT HAVE SEEN PEOPLE RAISED FROM THE DEAD. OVER IN UGANDA, WE'VE HAD PEOPLE TAKE MY MATERIALS AND THEY DO THIS DISCIPLESHIP EVANGELISM PROGRAM. AND WE HAVE HALF A MILLION PEOPLE A WEEK THAT GO THROUGH OUR DISCIPLESHIP EVANGELISM PROGRAM IN UGANDA ALONE. THERE'S MILLIONS AROUND THE WORLD THAT GO THROUGH IT ON A WEEKLY BASIS. BUT uh, IN UGANDA ALONE, I'VE GOTTEN TESTIMONIES OF OVER A DOZEN PEOPLE WHO'VE BEEN RAISED FROM THE DEAD BECAUSE THEY TOOK THESE VERY THINGS AND GOT TO MEDITATING ON IT, AND THE WORD OF GOD WAS CONCEIVED IN THEIR IMAGINATIONS. THEY HAD TO SEE THEMSELVES DOING IT. I'M TELLING YOU, WE HAVE LOTS OF PEOPLE. AGAIN, I'VE COUNTED THIS UP, AND I DON'T REMEMBER THE EXACT FIGURES, BUT IT'S OVER 50 PEOPLE THAT I KNOW WHO HAVE TAKEN THESE TRUTHS THAT WE'RE TALKING ABOUT AND HAVE MEDITATED ON IT, CONCEIVED IT, AND HAVE SEEN PEOPLE RAISED FROM THE DEAD. AND IF YOU GO BEYOND JUST BEING RAISED FROM THE DEAD, IF YOU TALK ABOUT BLIND EYES OPEN, DEAF EARS OPEN, PEOPLE COMING OUT OF WHEELCHAIRS, THERE ARE HUNDREDS AND HUNDREDS. 
WE HAVE A HEALING IS HERE CONFERENCE EVERY YEAR WHERE WE HAVE PEOPLE COME IN WHO HAVE GIFTS OF HEALING. I'M NOT AGAINST THAT, BUT WE ARE FOCUSED ON TRYING TO TEACH PEOPLE HOW THEY CAN DO IT. ALL THINGS ARE POSSIBLE IF YOU BELIEVE. AND AN IMPORTANT PART OF YOUR BELIEF SYSTEM IS YOUR IMAGINATION. AND WE ARE TRAINING PEOPLE. AND AT OUR HEALING or, or IS HERE CONFERENCES, IT'S NOT UNUSUAL TO HAVE A THOUSAND PEOPLE IN ONE THREE-DAY MEETING RECEIVE MIRACULOUS THINGS. WE'VE HAD PEOPLE LEAVE WHEELCHAIRS. WE'VE HAD THEM LEAVE CRUTCHES, CANES. WE'VE HAD THEM LEAVE THEIR OXYGEN, THEIR BREATHING APPARATUS. AND WE HAVE ALL KINDS OF MIRACLES HAPPENING. YOU KNOW WHY? NOT BECAUSE IT'S THE SUPER-DUPER. IT'S NOT JUST ME. IT'S NOT JUST SOME SPECIAL PERSON THAT HAS AN ANOINTING. WE ARE TEACHING THESE TRUTHS TO PEOPLE, AND PEOPLE ARE CONCEIVING THESE MIRACLES THEMSELVES AND GIVING BIRTH TO THEIR OWN MIRACLE. AND I LOVE THAT. BECAUSE IF YOU GET YOUR MIRACLE, LIKE, YOU KNOW, INSTEAD OF HAVING YOUR OWN BABY, INSTEAD YOU GO ADOPT A CHILD. AND I'M CERTAINLY NOT AGAINST THAT, BUT I'M SAYING IF IF YOU ARE INTO ADOPTION, WELL, THEN YOU HAVE TO HAVE SOMEBODY ELSE PRODUCE THAT CHILD FOR YOU, AND THEN YOU ADOPT IT. AND EVEN THOUGH THAT'S OKAY, AND THERE'S, there's GOOD THINGS ABOUT THAT, MAN, THE WAY GOD INTENDED IT IS FOR YOU TO BE ABLE TO PRODUCE CHILDREN ON YOUR OWN. THAT'S THE NUMBER ONE WAY THAT PEOPLE HAVE CHILDREN. AND LIKEWISE, WHEN IT COMES TO RECEIVING A MIRACLE, YES, YOU CAN GO GET A MIRACLE THROUGH SOMEBODY ELSE, BUT WHAT HAPPENS IF THEY AREN'T AROUND? THERE'S NOT AS MANY PEOPLE AROUND WITH THIS uh, MIRACLE ABILITY ON THEM. THE NUMBER ONE WAY YOU NEED TO HAVE YOUR MIRACLE IS FOR YOU TO CONCEIVE IT. AND I'M TELLING YOU, THIS, this HEBREW WORD, Y-E-T-S-E-R, THAT WAS TRANSLATED IMAGINATION, TRANSLATED MIND, TRANSLATED FRAME, IT LITERALLY IS WHERE YOU CONCEIVE YOUR MIRACLE. AND GOING BACK TO THIS VERSE I WAS USING IN EPHESIANS CHAPTER 4, IT SAYS, DON'T WALK LIKE THE UNBELIEVERS IN THE VANITY OF YOUR MIND, HAVING YOUR UNDERSTANDING DARKENED. THAT WORD HERE, DIANOIA, THAT WAS TRANSLATED UNDERSTANDING WAS ALSO TRANSLATED IMAGINATION IN LUKE CHAPTER 1, VERSE 51. SO THIS IS TALKING ABOUT YOUR DEEP THOUGHT, YOUR IMAGINATION BECOMES DARKENED. AND LOOK WHAT HAPPENS HERE IN EPHESIANS CHAPTER 4, VERSE 18. HAVING THE UNDERSTANDING, that's, THAT'S PART OF YOUR IMAGINATION. YOUR IMAGINATION IS HOW YOU PICTURE AND SEE AND UNDERSTAND THINGS. HAVING THE UNDERSTANDING DARKENED, AND LOOK WHAT HAPPENS when that, WHEN THAT HAPPENS TO YOU. IT SAYS, BEING ALIENATED FROM THE LIFE OF GOD THROUGH THE IGNORANCE THAT IS IN THEM BECAUSE OF THE BLINDNESS OF THEIR HEART. MAN, THESE ARE RADICAL STATEMENTS. IF YOU DON'T HAVE YOUR IMAGINATION WORKING FOR YOU, DRAWING YOU TOWARDS WHAT GOD'S PLANS ARE, IF YOU ARE LETTING YOUR IMAGINATION BE CONTROLLED BY THE NEGATIVE CIRCUMSTANCES, THE NEGATIVE WORDS, THE NEGATIVE THINGS THAT OTHER PEOPLE SAY, THE NEGATIVE THINGS THAT LIFE THROWS AT YOU, IF YOU'RE LETTING YOUR IMAGINATION BE CONTROLLED AND DOMINATED BY THAT, THEN IT DARKENS YOUR um, UNDERSTANDING IT ALIENATES YOU FROM THE LIFE OF GOD THROUGH THE IGNORANCE THAT IS IN YOU BECAUSE OF THE BLINDNESS OF YOUR HEART. MAN, THESE ARE TERRIBLE THINGS. IT DARKENS YOUR ABILITY TO PERCEIVE AND UNDERSTAND, TO SEE, TO PICTURE THINGS. IT ALIENATES YOU FROM THE LIFE OF GOD. IT MAKES YOU IGNORANT. AND IT DARKENS YOUR HEART. IT MAKES YOUR HEART BLIND TO WHERE YOU CAN'T SEE. 
MAN, I WISHED I HAD BETTER WORDS TO BE ABLE TO CONVEY TO YOU WHAT GOD HAS SHOWN ME THROUGH THIS, BUT THIS IS WHERE MOST PEOPLE LIVE. THEIR UNDERSTANDING IS DARKENED. THEY ARE ALIENATED FROM THE BLESSINGS OF GOD. THEY KNOW THAT GOD CAN HEAL. THEY'LL RECEIVE MY TESTIMONY ABOUT HEALING, BUT THEY CAN'T SEEM TO GET IT THEMSELVES. THEY'RE JUST ALIENATED. IT'S LIKE THEY'RE A FOREIGNER. It's, IT'S ON A DIFFERENT PLANET. THEY DON'T DOUBT THAT IT WORKS FOR ME, BUT THEY DON'T BELIEVE IT'LL WORK FOR THEM. THEIR FOOLISH HEART IS DARKENED. IT'S BLINDED. THEY JUST CAN'T SEE. SAD TO SAY, WHAT, I'm, what, I, what THESE VERSES ARE DESCRIBING DESCRIBES THE VAST MAJORITY OF CHRISTIANS. AND YOU KNOW WHY? BECAUSE THEIR UNDERSTANDING, THAT SAME WORD THAT WAS TRANSLATED UNDERSTANDING WAS TRANSLATED IMAGINATION, LUKE 1, 51. THEIR UNDERSTANDING IS DARKENED. THEY HAVEN'T USED IT POSITIVELY. THEY'VE BEEN LETTING THEIR IMAGINATION RUN WILD. YOU KNOW, MOST PEOPLE WILL GO TO A DOCTOR AND A DOCTOR WILL SAY, YOU GOT STAGE 4 CANCER, YOU GOT TWO MONTHS TO LIVE OR WHATEVER, AND MOST PEOPLE'S IMAGINATION JUST GOES WILD. YOU SEE YOURSELF DEAD. YOU THINK ABOUT YOUR FUNERAL. WHAT ARE THEY GOING TO DO AT MY FUNERAL? HOW ARE PEOPLE GOING TO BE? WHAT'S GOING TO HAPPEN TO MY CHILDREN? WHAT'S GOING TO HAPPEN TO MY MATE? AND YOU START SEEING THESE THINGS, AND IT BECOMES A SELF-FULFILLING PROPHECY. PROVERBS 23, 7, AS HE THINKS IN HIS HEART, SO IS HE. AND I'M CONVINCED THAT THAT'S TALKING ABOUT NOT JUST IN YOUR INTELLECTUAL HEART, YOUR MIND, BUT IT'S TALKING ABOUT YOUR IMAGINATION. THE WAY YOU SEE YOURSELF IS THE WAY IT'S GOING TO BE. SO IF THE DOCTOR TELLS YOU YOU'RE GOING TO DIE, IF THE DOCTOR TELLS YOU YOU'RE GOING TO BE INVALID, IF THE DOCTOR TELLS YOU YOU'RE GOING TO HAVE TO LIVE WITH THIS THE REST OF YOUR LIFE, THE AVERAGE CHRISTIAN SEES THAT. THAT'S WHAT YOU SEE. AND THEN YOU WONDER, WHY CAN'T I GET HEALED? I'M PRAYING, I'M ASKING FOR IT, BUT YOU AREN'T SEEING IT. IT'S WHERE YOU CONCEIVE THINGS. YOU HAVE TO SEE YOURSELF. YOU KNOW, I WAS TOLD MY WHOLE LIFE, MY DAD DIED WHEN I WAS 12 YEARS OLD. HE WAS 54. HE HAD HEART PROBLEMS. HE ACTUALLY DIED 10 YEARS BEFORE HE DIED AND STAYED DEAD. HE WAS RAISED FROM THE DEAD uh, DOWN IN HOUSTON, TEXAS. I HADN'T GOT TIME TO GO INTO THAT STORY. BUT ANYWAY, HE WAS INVALID AND HE WAS SICK, AND I'VE BEEN TOLD EVERY TIME I'VE EVER GONE AND GOTTEN A PHYSICAL OR ANYTHING, THEY SAY, MAN, YOU GOT HEART TROUBLE IN YOUR FAMILY. YOUR DAD DIED AT 54. YOU'RE GOING TO HAVE THIS PROBLEM. WHAT THEY DON'T SAY IS MY MOTHER DIED AT 96, AND SHE WAS HEALTHY AS A HORSE AS FAR AS HER HEART WENT AND STUFF. WHY DON'T THEY LOOK AT THAT SIDE? BUT NO, THEY'LL ALWAYS PAINT THE WORST CASE SCENARIO, AND IF YOU AREN'T CAREFUL, YOU WILL LET GENETICS AND WHAT PEOPLE SAY AFFECT YOU, AND YOU WILL HAVE A PICTURE THAT, WELL, THIS RUNS IN MY FAMILY. IT'S ALWAYS HAPPENED. I GUESS IT'S GOING TO HAPPEN TO ME. THAT PAINTS A PICTURE ON THE INSIDE OF YOU, IN YOUR IMAGINATION THAT BECOMES A SELF-FULFILLING PROPHECY. YOU NEED TO CHANGE THAT PICTURE. YOU ARE BORN AGAIN. YOU'RE A BRAND NEW CREATURE, AND YOU DO NOT HAVE TO BE LIMITED BY THE THINGS THAT HAPPENED TO YOU IN PREVIOUS GENERATIONS AND STUFF. YOU'RE A BRAND NEW CREATURE. MAN, I'M SHORT ON TIME, BUT QUICKLY, LET ME JUST SAY, PLEASE GET THIS BOOK. THIS WILL REALLY HELP YOU. I'VE ALSO GOT CD'S AND DVD'S WHERE I'M TEACHING THE SAME THINGS. THIS WILL MAKE A HUGE DIFFERENCE IN YOUR LIFE. A BRAND NEW BOOK THAT I'VE GOT OUT. LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER AS HE GIVES YOU INFORMATION ABOUT ALL OF THE PRODUCT AND HOW TO RECEIVE IT. AND THEN PLEASE CALL OR WRITE TODAY. Learn how to put your imagination to work for you when you get Andrew's brand new book titled, The Power of Imagination. This book is available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. 
This new series on the power of imagination is also available as a CD or DVD album recorded live from a Gospel Truth seminar or in a DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. Each are available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. These valuable resources are also available in the Power of Imagination package. This package includes Andrew's brand new book, as well as your choice of the CD or the As Seen on TV DVD album. The Power of Imagination package has a catalog value of $50, but you can get it today for a gift of only $35. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get this teaching. The individual topic highlighted on today's broadcast is available as an audio CD for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. This is the last day we'll be offering this teaching, so be sure to respond today. You can order resources or become a Grace Partner through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. For those of you who would like to be partners with us, we've got a lot of things going on. And the thing that right now that the Lord has really laid on my heart is to get our parking garage paid off as quickly as possible. We actually have a $23 million loan on that 1,022 space parking garage. It's five stories tall. And I tell you, it is such a blessing. We are using it. It's a godsend, but we need to get it paid off. And the Lord laid on my heart to just ask for 23,000 people to give $1,000. And I know that that's a lot of money for some people. For other people, it's not a problem. But you know, if you gave $100 a month for 10 months, it would only take 10 months for us to come up with that. And if we get this paid off within just the next few months, I'll save nearly $7 million in interest. And if the Lord has led you to join with us, we have what we call a 1K club, and you can contact us. We have the number on your screen. Let somebody know about it because we need to designate this money towards that. But we believe that we're getting our parking garage paid off quickly, and thank you for being a part of this. Join with Andrew and become part of the 1K Club today by going to awmi.net or calling our helpline at 719-635-1111. To me, I mean, to partner with Andrew Womack Ministries is just getting these truths out there. You want to put your money and your resources and your effort where other people of like mind want to put theirs. If it can change other people's lives, like it's changed my life, then I would be just selfish to not give back into and to share this to the rest of the world. Jamie and I are here just to thank you so much for being partners with us. I tell you, we are reaching around the world. I remember when Jamie and I were it. I would run the sound while she was doing the praise and worship, and then she'd come back and run the sound while I was preaching. 
We did it all ourselves. Now we have so many people helping us and it couldn't happen without you. It's very true. We're very thankful for our partners and what they're doing and you're going around the world too and everything that this Amen. ministry does. Amen. So we just wanted to say a special thank you and uh, we love you and every good thing that is happening through this ministry, you're going to share in every one of those rewards. So God bless you. Thank you for being a partner with us. If you're not already a partner, you can become a Grace Partner today by calling our helpline or going to awmi.net.